Be encouraged. Welcome to a podcast centered around being encouraged, being an encouragement to someone, and being in courage, replacing fear with unwavering trust. I hope you are encouraged today by a message from Michelle Reynolds. No matter what phase you are in in life, you can be in courage in Christ. Um, before we get started, we're going to go ahead and pray, okay? Father God, thank you so much for your word that's found in the book of Galatians. Lord, I pray that as we sit, as we go through this study, that you will speak to us, Father God, and help us to apply the truth that's found here in your word. Lord, I pray for every heart that's here tonight. Let us be open and willing to receive the words that you have for us, God, and help us to just desire to grow more in our relationship with you by just studying your word, God. And I just thank you again for using me. um, And I just pray that you be glorified during this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so our weekly agenda, we're going to go six weeks, and of course I always want to start with the historical context. It's so important that we understand what God was telling the people at that time. And then we, after we go through the historical context and study the scripture, we'll see how we're supposed to apply it to our life today. So today we're going to do the historical context. Next week we'll start in chapter 1. Um, and then we'll go to the message and Paul's authority, justification by faith, life by the spirit, and then the postscript and application. Okay. So the historical context, who wrote the book of Galatians? Paul, Paul wrote the book of Galatians. He was also known as Saul. All right. Um, and one thing we're going to do is in order to get the historical context for Galatians, we're going to go to the book of Acts. So a lot of what I'm going to talk about is found all throughout the book of Acts. One thing I wanted to point out was the purpose of the book, book of Acts. So as you read through, um, it can be broken down or grouped up into sections based on the expansion of the gospel. So it starts off with Peter going, bringing the gospel to the Jews. Then we see that Peter is given a revelation by God and Cornelius is a Gentile who receives the Holy Spirit and all those who were in his house received the Holy Spirit. So that was God revealing to Peter that the message of the gospel was not only for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. Okay. And then it moves from um, Peter getting that revelation to Saul, but before Saul got that revelation on the road to Damascus, I wanted to kind of give you some historical context about Saul. Okay. So Saul was born in Tarsus, which was the principal city of the Roman province, Cisalica, Cisalica, um, to a devout Jewish family who ensured he would follow the requirements of the tour. So he was bought and raised, he was brought up and raised on understanding what the Torah or the Pentateuch taught. He was taught this ever since he was a young child. So when he grew up, he was became one of the religious leaders. He became a Pharisee, okay? And he trained under a guy named Gamaliel, who was one of the most revered rabbis during his time. He was one of the um, leaders of a school of teaching. And so in between Paul being brought up as a Jew and being raised knowing the Torah and studying under Gamaliel, he was zealous behind the, um, he was very aggressive to make sure that nothing endangered Judaism. Okay. So when 
Christianity happened, he thought that Judaism was in danger. And so that's why he started to persecute the, um, those who proclaimed that Jesus was the Messiah. So Paul is first mentioned in the book of Acts chapter 7, verse 60. And he's mentioned by them saying that he approved of the killing of Stephen. And I wanted to kind of dwell right here because during in the book of Acts, the apostles were trying to go out and spread the gospel. But they had they ran into complications at the church. They started a food program and there was conflict between the Hebrew speaking Jews and the Greek speaking Jews. And there was a conflict about the um, Greek speaking Jews not getting enough food. Okay, so instead of the apostles dealing with it, they appointed seven men to take over and run the food program. Stephen was one of those men. And Stephen lived for God. He proclaimed the message of God and he was persecuted and that's why he was stoned. Well, in his speech, when they were stoning him, his his whole theme of his speech was that the people have always rejected the message of God. All the way back to the Israelites, they have always rejected the message. And so here they were now rejecting the Messiah and then rejecting the fact that the gospel was meant for the Gentiles. So um, Paul approved of killing Stephen. He was aggressive and wanted to persecute any Jew that promised that the Messiah was um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so but in Paul persecuting the Jews, Christianity spread because the people were scattered, okay? So because they were running from Paul, Christianity began to spread. So Paul actually impacted the gospel for good. And so while Paul was traveling to Damascus, he was actually going to persecute Jews in that large city because that was a large area where they had a lot of Jewish synagogues and a um, good Christian population also. And um, one other thing I wanted to point out too, a lot of times when we read scripture, for me, I can only speak for me, I've always thought that when Paul had his conversion experience, that's when his name changed. I always thought that once he was um, had that experience on Damascus, that's when his name changed from Saul to Paul. But in my studies, I've learned that because Paul was a Roman citizen, all Romans normally had three names. They had a first name, a surname, their family surname, and the middle name. So Saul was his Jewish name, um, most likely named after King Saul. Um, and Paul was his Greek or his Roman citizen name. So when he started using the name Paul, it was a, when he started his first missionary journey, which we believe is a, a strategic thing. He was going to the Gentiles, so he wanted to be relatable. He wanted to show that he had citizenship as a, a Roman also. Paul's conversion included Jesus's instructions that he would be a witness to what he had seen and heard. Soon he felt compelled to proclaim the experience both in his own to his own people and to the Gentiles. So while he was in Damascus, after he regained his sight, he actually began um, telling everybody about Jesus as the Messiah and the promised king. And then sometime during that period, he went to Arabia after staying in Damascus for three years. Okay, so I have here a breakdown of his early ministry and his first and through third missionary journey. So in his early ministry, he was in Jerusalem, Sicilica, Syria, and then he went back to Jerusalem. On his first missionary journey is when he went to Cyprus and Galatia is where we're gonna focus at 
today. This is where he establishes the churches in Galatia. And then after that, you have the Jerusalem Council, which is talked about in Acts chapter 15. And so as we're going through the, the letters, as we're going through Galatia, we'll see that his whole purpose for that letter was to say that the message was for the Gentiles as well as for the Jews. In Acts chapter 15 at the Jerusalem Council, this is after Galatia, after he sends this letter to Galatia, they make that definite decision. All the apostles get together in Acts chapter 15 and decide, yes, the message was for the Jews and for the Gentiles. Okay, then we have his second missionary journey um, from Antioch all the way through Corinth and then Ephesus to Maltus. On the first missionary journey, Paul, Barnabas, and Mark set out from Antioch to go to the island of Cyprus, where Barnabas grew up, later sailing to the southeastern coast of Asia Minor, guided by the Spirit into the interior of Galatia. And we're going to see on this, hold on, it's on my next one, but I'm going to show you on this map where uh, all these places are that they stopped at in Galatia. When Paul and Barnabas set out to Antioch of Syria, they established a church in Antioch, Poseidon, Iconum, Lystria, and Derby. Many believed the good news, but the message also aroused opposition and persecution. So Paul and Barnabas had to return to Antioch and Syria and reported all that happened. And this is found in Acts chapter 14. How we look often affects how we feel. How we feel often affects our actions. Be Encouraged Resale Ministry is a small storefront on Main Street in Bunky, Louisiana, where we are striving to help everyone look their best, feel their best, and act their best. We sell high-end brands at less than reasonable prices. You can purchase several different name brand items at a low cost. You can also stop by if you need to feel loved. Our goal is to show the love of Christ by meeting the needs of His people. If we can help you in any way, we will. Stop by 231 Southwest Main Street in Bunky, Louisiana, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Y'all see this big green part right here? That's Galatia. So right here where it has this river, you can't see it because it's behind that um, line, but this is northern Galatia and then southern Galatia. There's two different theories about Paul and his missionary journey. The first theory is that he was writing to the northern part of Galatia. So Galatia um, was divided into a province, meaning an area, and then it was divided into a people group, like an ethnic group. So you have ethnic um, Galatians up here at the north, that, um, and then you have these areas down at the bottom. I believe and in all my studies that he was writing to the church in the south because these are the churches that he visited on his first missionary journey. There's nothing in Acts that shows that he traveled and visited anything in the north. It always talked about him going to Antioch, Poseidon, Iconum, Lystria, and Derby. He writes the letters too about their faith. Okay, what is the book of Galatians? Paul's, the book of Galatians is Paul's letters to Galatians and proclaims that salvation is through faith alone. 
It is all, it also emphasizes freedom in Christ to live by the power of the spirit, knowing that our relationship with God is not based on our performance, but on the finished work of Jesus Christ. So we are truly free not to serve our sinful nature, but to love and serve our Lord and others. Okay. So the, to kind of tell you how Galatians came about, Paul went to Galatia. He established these churches in the, south, in the southern region, region of Galatia. After leaving a group called Judaizers, and uh, Judaizers referred to people who believed that Judaism was only for the Jews, okay? They believed that it was, a, it was an early movement of Christianity that you had to do, you had to be obedient to the law, okay? Judaizers believed that you had to be obedient to the law. So when they heard about Paul's in faith alone, they said, okay, no, it's not in faith alone, but it's in faith and in the law, okay? So when they went to Galatia and they started proclaiming their gospel, the people in Galatia started to receive that message. Even though when Paul was originally, when Paul was first in Galatia and they saw and received the Holy Spirit just by faith alone, they still wanted to believe what the Judaizers were preaching, okay? So when Paul found out about the Galatians coming under the spell, he called it the spell or witchcraft of the Judaizers. He wrote them a letter. And one thing that was very unique about this letter compared to all the other letters that Paul wrote, in most of his letters, he started out with a greeting, an introduction saying, hey, this is Paul. Peace be with you. The grace of God be with you. Well, when he started Galatians, he introduced himself and he started off by saying, I am Paul. My authority comes from Jesus Christ alone. My, my authority and my word didn't come from anybody else because the, Judea, the Judaizers were saying that Paul's message came from the other, the other apostles. He was piecing together a gospel versus having the authority of God. So he tells them, hey, no, this, is, this message came directly from Christ. But not only that, when he started the letter, instead of um, greeting them and giving them peace, he rebuked them. He, he, he called them foolish. He, you know, he called them out for how is it that you saw with your own eyes, you received the Holy Spirit and you fall backwards. You go and you listen to these uh, Judaizers. So the whole entire letter is Paul telling them, no, you believe right the first time. You believe what um, the gospel actually teaches don't be deceived by the Judaizers, okay? So that's a very short context. Your homework, very simple, is to read the book of Galatians. It's only six chapters. You can sit down and read it in one or two settings, okay? So you read the whole thing, and then next time we come together, we're going to break down each verse. And I'm really glad about doing this study because it's not as big as Jeremiah. We can actually read the whole thing and break down each verse, okay? So that's it, unless y'all have any questions. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you today. Please share and come back next week for another episode of Be Encouraged.